It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Baseball season, it comes and goes, but Crawford Bach just flows and flows. It's the Bach to drink any time of year. You don't need a reason because it's a dang good beer. You can rock the Bach at a music festival or rodeo, Shakespeare in the Park or Lowrider Car Show. It's the Bach for bonfires and happy hour, South Padre, even your next baby shower. So share a Crawford Bach anytime with your favorite gals and bros. And when baseball season comes back, let's go Strohs! This episode of Astrocast is brought to you by Carbach Brewing. Carbach Brewing. Today, the Houston Astros play Game 6 of the American League Championship Series against the Tampa Bay Rays in San Diego. Once again, the Astros will be looking to extend their season as the Rays need one more win to advance to the World Series. The Astros picked up the win yesterday in Game 5 to stave off elimination, winning 4-3. Correa with the walk-off home run in the bottom of the ninth. George Springer had a home run to lead off the first inning for the Astros as the Rays still have the three games to two lead in the series. Let's take a look at today's pitching matchup presented by Houston Methodist. Houston Methodist is proud to be the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. Well, it's a rematch of the pitching matchup from game one of this series, and it's Framber Valdez, left-hander on the mound for the Astros. Pitched really well in game one against the Rays, giving up two runs in six innings, even though he got the loss. Yeah, even though he got the loss, he probably pitched better than the guy who got the win, and that's who he'll face today. And you don't change anything. You know, you're Framber Valdez. You may pitch a little bit to the shadows in the first couple of innings, uh, they'll be out there, so spin, uh, and Framber Valdez knows how to spin the baseball. Uh, spin probably important in the first couple of innings, and I think that's good because I think more than any other game so far, it's very important for I, either team really is to get ahead in this game, and for the Astros it's to hold on to that momentum, and for the Rays it's not to panic. You know, you get in a situation and you get behind two or three runs early, then I think you really start to see the Rays team press. Meanwhile, it's Blake Snell, left-hander on the mound for Tampa Bay, getting the win in game one over Fromber. Gave up a run over five innings. Really talented pitcher, won a Cy Young Award a couple of years ago. He's got really good stuff. He throws hard. He throws left-handed, and the Astros uh, have their work cut out for him. Uh, he will give up the home run ball. We've seen that. He won't go very deep into the ball game, so they'll have to spill into their bullpen for uh, probably three or four innings if they get a win in this game. Uh, but for Snell, you just want to make sure he gets the ball up a little bit. You know, that slider, when it's low, he doesn't throw it for strikes very much. So if you are able to recognize the spin at some point, lay off the breaking ball and just wait for that fastball upstairs. Keys to the game presented by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals in all models. Honda, the official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Dusty Baker was asked earlier today whether the pressure had shifted to the Tampa Bay Rays after the Astros had won. Uh, the last two games and I always think that's a, a tricky thing a tricky question to answer who has more pressure on them especially for a manager especially for a manager but I mean I think it's it's a position here and you mentioned it a little earlier Steve if the Astros are able to keep the momentum going that they've had the last couple of days then that certainly puts Tampa Bay on their heels well what we've seen and we've seen this for five or six years now that the Astros play well with pressure mm -hmm. you know and I think Dusty Baker answered that that question perfectly in the sense that he said, we still have the pressure on us in this game. And he wants to put the pressure on the Astros guys. He wants them to make sure that the, uh, that there's a sense of urgency every single out of this ball game. So uh, that's what he said. He said, the pressure's on us. Now, if we go to a game seven, we'll just have to wait and see. But right now, uh, we're playing to win this game right here. Coming up next, we'll hear from Astros manager Dusty Baker. And a little later, we'll hear from Ryan Presley, Michael Brantley, and Carlos Correa, all of whom spoke after the win in Game 5. But now this from your local station. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that goodbye into the Landry's Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bach? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh-inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. Pitch on the way, and Correa hits it in the air. 
Pretty deep to center, sends back here, Meyer at the wall. See you later and see you tomorrow. The Houston Astros win it in the bottom of the ninth on Correa's walk-off homer, four to three. And there will be a game six. A jubilant Astros dugout pours out to celebrate with Correa at home plate. Correa's 17th home run in the postseason. He comes up so big in the biggest moment. Getting a huge hug from Dusty Baker right now. And the Astros have all of a sudden psychologically put a lot of pressure on this Tampa Bay Ray team. Well, it's not often that you see a player basically call his shot, Carlos Correa, telling you before he went to the plate in the ninth inning that he was going to end the game with a, with a home run. So it's not often you see someone call their shot, and then it's less often when you see them actually come through. But that's, that's how yesterday's yeah. game ended. Well, hey, man, that's what he said. And, uh, you know, that's <clears> – you know, I took him for his word. And, uh, you know, he wasn't bragging. He wasn't boasting. Uh, you know, he just said, hey, man, I'm, I'm going to walk off. And, uh, you know, I like, I like that word walk off. You know, I even named one of my wines walk off red. And, uh, uh, you know, my guy called me last night from Sacramento, and he was so happy. He goes, yeah, they got a special today in Sacramento on the walk off red. And so, so I got to thank uh, Carlos Correa, but we got another tough game again today. Uh, the thing that I was most thankful for other than the win was the fact that we didn't have to use Framber yesterday because even if we had won that game with Framber, then we'd have had to probably have to go with – uh, with um, um, a colors on short rest, and then that would have uh, um, dominoed, you know, for the next day as well, uh, uh, tomorrow. So, uh, uh, you know, things appear to be working out right, and I'm hoping that Framber can continue to pitch the way he has and, uh, uh, you know, our lineup continues to, to produce, you know, offensively. And, you know, you talk about the, the pitching situation, had Fromber up there in the ninth in case the game had gone to extra innings. Uh, you knew it was going to be a bullpen day. Luis Garcia started, and you wound up using seven pitchers. And, I mean, when you use seven pitchers, obviously there's a lot that can go wrong if one or two of them has a bad day. But seven pitchers giving up three runs, that's a pretty good day. Oh, yes, it was. And they gave up three solos. And that's the thing. I mean, it looks like – Looks like they were hit hard, but but you know if you can give up solos, you got a chance to, you know, to stay in the ball game. You know, like if any one of those were two or three run homer, then we'd have you know been out of that ball game. And uh, you know, like I had, I had you know DeJong left and Sneed left, but I had to save them for a long situation in case that game goes 15 innings. That's why we had Framber, you know, warming up <clears throat> um, to, to to maybe give us two. Uh, maybe had one out of um, uh, Javier, and uh, so uh, you know things worked out right. So I'm I'm, I'm just glad for for this team. Um, these guys deserve it. You know they work hard. Uh, you know they love each other, and uh, uh, it's just great for you know for the city and the team. How is your bullpen today after using seven guys yesterday? Well, um, you know we're still in in decent shape. Um, you know, uh, uh, you know, nobody went, went real, real long, except, you know, um, um, you know, Paredes, um, it's probably, I'm not sure if he's uh, available or not that we'll wait to see how the guys, um, <clears throat> go out and throw. We don't know about James. So, uh, we still got to, you know, check on a few guys, probably not Garcia since he started yesterday and went a couple innings. So, uh, you know, we're, we're in fair shape. You know, like their, I think their bullpen's probably a little better than ours because they hadn't used used as many players, especially their right side of their of their of their bullpen. So, and then they they get um, a loop. They've been using him a lot, so he'll probably be available today. So, should be a great game. No, Michael Brantley fouled the ball off his foot um, in Game Four. Uh, wound up coming out of that game. DH yesterday, DH yep. today. Aledmi's Diaz getting his first start in left field and only his second start in, in 2020 in the outfield. I assume that's necessitated by Brantley and, and his foot. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I mean, you know, if he was able to play, the, you know, the field and play it well, effectively, then he'd have been in left field and I'd have been DH and Diaz. But he's been out there working every day, you know, in left field. You know, I still have uh, 
um, straw, you know, coming late in the game where I got ready, you know, to pinch hit for him and now flip flop, um, you know, Tucker, uh, you know, to left. But, you know, Brantley not only falling off his foot, he falling off his shin as well. And that was in the same at bat. And so, uh, you know, uh, I moved him down the lineup a little bit so so he doesn't have to run in front of the hot Altuve and Springer. And so, you know, hopefully he can just drive in some runs and then uh, Carlos can, can drive him in trotting. So I'm uh, just – that's my game plan. So we'll see. <laughs> you know, Robert Valdez getting his start today. As we mentioned, he was warming up in the pen yesterday. Obviously, you go into a game yesterday. Fromber was in the bullpen at the start of the game. So knew there was a possibility that he might have to throw at the very least warm up, if not get into the ball game. Do you worry about the fact that he had to warm up affecting his preparation at all for his start today? No, not really. I mean, that was, that was more kind of like a, you know, bullpen day kind of, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But that's, I mean, that's better than him getting in the game. And that's right. what I, I was praying about, you know, you know, to the Lord and to my dad and brother that are, that have passed us a please please just walk it off right now because I don't have the depth in the bullpen that they have. And that, uh, um, you know, I didn't want to have to use Framber, but we were going to. So things worked out, worked out well for us. All right. Dusty Baker, Astros manager. Thanks for joining us. Hope to talk to you tomorrow. All right. Thank you. Not hope. We will. (laughs) This episode of Astrocast is brought to you by Carbock Brewing. Welcome back to Astro Lunch. We got a chance to hear from Ryan Presley about all the young pitchers on this Astros team. I don't know. It's uh, it's kind of hard to explain. You know, these guys have constantly asked me questions on on how to stay ready, how to uh, attack people in, in when they're on the mound. Um, you know, a lot of these guys haven't been relievers uh, coming through the system, and with what they've been able to do is is nothing short of amazing. And you know, Paredes, Javier. Uh, Blake Taylor, Scrub, James. I mean, I can just go down the list and, you know, all these guys, they want the ball every single day. They want to go out there and compete and seeing that in the bullpen fires you up. And and when you pass the ball to the next guy, it's like, all right, I got to pick that guy up. And then the next one comes and I got to pick that guy up. So we all know how to, how to do that. And with what they've been able to do this year, it's, I'm extremely happy and proud of them. I don't even have the words to really explain it. All I know is that they're, they're fearless and I'm, I'm so proud of them. Uh, I mean, to watch them go out there and, and to see where they started from the beginning of the year to where they're at right now, uh, I really can't ex- explain how I'm feeling and how, how to describe how, how good and how, how composed they've kept themselves throughout this entire series. Uh, where are you at right now as far as your you know, ability to, to pitch again in this series and tomorrow? Because it seems like you guys are thin on pitching, but I'm, I'm sure uh, – and everyone's going to have to answer the call here at some point tomorrow. Yeah, um, this is the postseason. You know, there's no days off. Uh, you gotta, you gotta push whatever you're going through to the back of your mind and and grind through it. You know, you gotta do whatever you gotta do to stay out there. Ryan, what's this like? What's the clubhouse like after going through two games like this? I mean, we're pretty happy in uh, in there right now, but you know, we're not finished. Uh, we still got a lot of work to do. Uh, this team's pretty resilient and. We show that day in, day out. Um, you know, you push our backs up against the wall, we're going to fight you. So uh, this team is a, filled with a bunch of fighters, and, and I'm happy to be a part of it. Having Maldi back there and, and even Garneau as well, um, you know, they communicate very well with the young guys. And, and having Maldi back there especially is an extremely valuable veteran to have to calm down such a young pitching staff. And... Um, you know, a lot of guys just trust what he puts down and, and how he reads swings and how he goes with the flow of the game. Uh, I mean, you, you can't do anything but just tip your hat to him. And, and you know, that guy is working nonstop uh, on and off the field looking at film. I think last night uh, he sent a group message of, of words of encouragement and, and just, you know, keeping us all locked in. So having that guy back there is, is a huge piece for us. Hey, Ryan, can you describe what Dusty did today in, in just juggling every move that he made from the bullpen today? Yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was going to be uh, one of those things where you're just going to have to piece it, um, you know, inning by inning, pitch by pitch, uh, reliever by reliever. 
and uh, you know he did a hell of a job, and and I couldn't be more happy for him and how how he handled it, and uh, the way we went about it was uh, to a T, you know, and and he was perfect in how he how he handled it. Hey, Ryan, uh, when you got out of that jam in the in the uh, top and ninth, what was that mood on the bench? Was it euphoric? I mean, it was kind of like, hey, we got to win right now. And also, did you hear him calling a shot, Correa? No, I didn't hear him call a shot. But, um, you know, coming into that dugout, um, you know, everybody knows that we, we need to keep battling. And this team, that's what they're going to do, regardless of who's at the plate, uh, who's coming in to pitch against us. We're going to battle you nonstop. So, um, I mean, <laughs> watching Correa do his thing, is, it's, uh, it's kind of majestic, to be honest with you. Ryan, can you take me through that at bat against uh, Meadows when when uh, you got the runner on second there? There was some talk on the broadcast. Maybe you walk Meadows and go after Diaz. Obviously, you didn't, and it worked out. How did you approach Meadows, and did you think maybe they'd want to walk him there? You know, I I don't really ever want to walk anybody, um, but to uh, to attack Meadows, I mean, he's a very good hitter. Um, you know, he's a very dangerous hitter as well. Uh, you have to execute your pitches to him. Uh, I was able to do that and, um, you know, kind of get him off balance a little bit. So uh, I was happy with what Maldi was putting down and we just went with it and, and executed pitches. It, it seemed, I guess, on paper, like the, the Rays were maybe better positioned for a bullpen game. How does it, I know you guys would take a win however you could get it, especially under these circumstances, but how cool is it for you guys to kind of beat them at their own game, so to speak? Uh, you know, I mean, they have, they have a hell of a bullpen, you know, and we get a, a firsthand view of it being side by side back there. And it seems like every guy that comes out of there throws a hundred. So, um, you know, they, they know how to pitch, they know how to, how to do what they've been doing all year. And it seems like that bullpen's pretty solid. But like I said, this, this team knows how to fight and we'll put long at bats on you. We'll, we'll grind bats out. And, and I think that showed today of, of how, locked in and how focused we are of grinding out of bats and, and making plays. And here's Michael Brantley. He touches on the feeling this team has. Any one of our hitters that go up there, we have full confidence. And I think that's what makes this team so special that, you know, one through nine, we all, you know, have quality of bats and, you know, it's not time to go home yet. And, you know, we're going to fight hard and we're going to keep fighting till the end. And, and what if, what is the moment, if you don't mind me asking, when everybody's going wild at home plate, what was that like? It's great. Um, you know, walk-offs are, you know, special already. And then to do a walk-off in the postseason is even more special. Uh, it's a couple of years now. So, you know, hopefully continue that trend and, uh, you know, keep winning ballgames. Hey, Michael, uh, what did it mean to to see what George did to, to lead things off with that first pitch going deep and kind of set the table for today? And second part of the question is you guys have seen these rookies grow up. The pitchers I, um, is what I'm talking about, these rookie pitchers. I think five went today. Uh, they're growing up before your eyes there. What does it mean to see what they're doing in these high-pressure situations? Well, first off, we know how special George Springer is. Um, you know, he's not your typical leadoff hitter. We all know that. So, you know, he could hit the ball out of the ballpark, you know, any, any given swing. But uh, to set the tone, that you know, to get, you know, it's a lead early, it's always a big relief, uh, especially to score first, put the pressure back on them. Uh, but with, you know, our rookie pitching staff that went out there, uh, we, we talked about it before this postseason started. We're going to need everybody. And uh, every one of them has stepped up in big moments. Uh, you know, as a teammate, we're there to support them, good, bad, or indifferent. And uh, we're going to continue to do that. So tomorrow we'll come look, you know, come fight again and, you know, just take it one game at a time. Michael, can you talk about what it's like to play two games like this when your season's on the line, these are close games, it's tense? What's the group feeling, you know, confident, fighting? What is it like? We're always confident. Um, you know, when you play with, like I said before, with a group of talented as, as we are, and uh, we're never going to give up. Uh, I think it's really easy to say, but not, we believe that. Uh, we're going to go down fighting, uh, quality at bats, you know, you know, passing along and, you know, getting big hits. And you never know who it's going to be because that's why this team is so special. Did you notice Gary in the stands today? I've been talking to Gary before every single game. Uh, he's a big reason why we're here. Uh, we miss him. We support him. And uh, just to see his smile and his wave, you know, meant the world to us. I know you've probably seen before the game how many people looked up there and waved to him. Uh, we miss him. Uh, we support him. And uh, it's always great to see him. What role did Dusty play today in terms of the bullpen switches, everything that he brings to this club? Well, I think it was a collective effort from, you know, all the conversations they're having, you know, you know with Brett Strong, 
with Joe Spada and just, you know, just trying to get the right situations for the pitchers to be in there. Uh, but then you got to take your hat off and, you know, and dip it to, you know, all those rookie pitchers that came in are stepping up in huge moments for us. And, you know, we don't think we don't treat anybody like rookies in here. So we have their support. Uh, they've been throwing the ball great. And uh, they're a big reason why we're here and we made it this far. And yesterday's hero, Carlos Correa, he talks about this team's mission. We, we won two games now, but we still got a long way to go. We got to go out there and, and take that game. Um, we have a great team on the other side. They're playing great baseball. Um, you know, their pitching staff is unbelievable. Um, but we got to find ways to, to win. We were able to do that the last two games, and we got we to gotta try to do it two more. Carlos, Dusty said you called the walk-off. What gave you the confidence to do that against a, player, against a pitcher like Anderson, and what pitch were you looking for when you went to the play? Uh, you know, Anderson's a great pitcher, and, uh, you know, I – I don't, I don't mean no disrespect when I, you know, uh, call my shot. Um, it's just that after my second at bat, I went in the cage. Sintron called me and he he told me a couple of things uh, in the cage that made my swing feel great. Once again, my first two at bats were not that great. I was a little disconnected. Um, he told me what to do, how to stand at the plate. And the third at bat, I hit the liner on the sinker down back to the middle. And everything clicked there. Um, you know, once that clicked, after that, about I went back in the cage with him. I said, let me feel it again. And we felt it. And I was like, wow, this is, this feels good. So when I went out of bat, I told Tuve, walking off the field, I said, I'm going to end it. You know, I, I could feel that, that my swing was in sync. I could feel that my rhythm was good. I could feel that, you know, I wanted to drive the ball and I, I, I felt like I could do it. So. You know, when he threw me a fastball, I saw it good, and I was able to to drive the center field like I wanted to. Talk, if you don't mind, just address the start of the game and what that meant to see what George did first pitch, bottom of the first. If you don't mind talking about that, and then also the job these rookie pitchers continue to do for you guys and continue to to grow up before everybody's eyes throughout this regular season and now the postseason. You know, I, I told George yesterday before the game, you know, when, when you go, we go. You know, we don't win the World Series without you. And we, we don't win series without you, you know what I mean? So when, when you go, when you're on, this team has a huge chance of winning ball games. And the last two games, he's been outstanding. He's been driving the ball. He's giving us huge hits. Uh, the big homer um, yesterday, big homer today to get things started. You know, he, he is the guy that that we look to. And when, when, when you look at that lineup and he's the leadoff guy, he's the president in that lineup. And, you know, when he, when he gets things going, man, we, we're a scary team. And Carlos, there's something magical about postseason walk-off home runs you've hit two of them how would you describe that magic it's surreal man I mean I, I lose it every single time brother <laughs> I don't know what I do I black out I hit the homer and I it's this is not planned you know what I mean you just react and you enjoy the moment and you try to celebrate with your teammates man it's it's really special you know to be able to have two of them and one last year was really special but you know we're living the moment right now so this one is even more special so um you know, just, just just staying confident. Just um, we still got two more games to go, um, two more games to win if we want to move on to a World Series. So we got to go out there and take care of business tomorrow and figure out what happened today. When that ball is in the air, are you conscious of what's about to happen? Yeah, as soon as I hit it, I knew it was gone. So, you know, um, I was visualizing before the at-bat. You know, I was visualizing the pitch that I wanted. I was visualizing what I wanted to do with that pitch. And, you know, when you're facing a guy like Anderson, you know, this is a guy that throws a fastball with 20-plus inches of hop. So I knew I had to get on top of it. You know, my approach going to the play was see him middle out. And if the boy's here, swing over it so you can drive it and not miss it or follow it off and drive it to that center. And that's exactly what I did. It played out really well. So, you know, when you have the plan, that's one thing. But when it works out, that's that's a whole new different story. So, you know, you, you get hyped, man. You enjoy the moment with your teammates. Carlos, that was a long embrace you had with Dusty. After When you hit home plate, everybody's jumping around. You guys are celebrating. And then you and Dusty embraced for a long time. What did you guys say to each other then? And what else about that moment do you remember? Well, if you really want to know what I told him, I said, I f- told you. That's the exact words I use. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I told him uh, before going out, I was going to end it. And, you know, like I said before, having the plan and doing it is two different things. And, you know, and I did it and he gave me the hug, you know, it's, it seemed like we didn't want to let go. It was a special moment. 
Yeah, Carlos, um, you talked about going in, into the cage and how that really made you feel great and confident. Um, so you mentioned something about how to stand up there. What what was it specifically, like the the mechanical adjustment that got you locked in again? Yeah, so Sintron, like he, like I got back from the from uh, the field. We were playing defense. Got back, and he's got this face like like he's in desperation mode. Like, come, 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 come. We gotta fix you. We gotta fix you. You're doing everything wrong. You're standing at the plate wrong. That's why you're not seeing the ball. That's why you're not driving it. I'm like, okay, 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 what do I need to do? So he's like, come in the cage. So I grab a bat, grab batting gloves, and we go in the cage. And he said, you're too closed off. Like, your front shoulder is too closed off, so you, you got to come around the baseball. You can drive it like you want to, like you were doing. And I'm like, okay, how do I need to do So he literally, like, I'm in the cage, and he, I'm like this, and he literally grabs me by the shoulder. He's like, I want you right here with your hands right here, and then you do your move, and you're going to drive it. So he slipped me, like, 10 balls. And I was like, oh, this is what I was doing. And he's like, yeah, that's right. That's what you were doing. So I went on the bat, a tough at bat against a sinker baller. And he threw me a really good sinker. I think it was a ball down. And I hit a line drive back to the middle. And I was like, wow, that felt good. So, you know, as a hitter, there's something that clicks. There's something that makes you go. And I felt like that made me click right there. And then after that bat, I came back from defense. And I said, let me feel it again. Let's go to the kitchen and let me feel it again. And when I felt that, I knew I was going to do something good my next at bat. And he even told me, he said, if you do that, you're going to go deep next at bat. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I was able to do it, man. It was, it was special. I love that guy so much. He's helped me so much throughout my career. Wow. So when you were closed off, that being closed off does what? It takes away your ability to drive yeah, the ball? So if, 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 you're, if you're looking at the picture and you're too closed off and your hands are too far back, the first move is away. And you never want to be around the ball. You want to be inside the ball. So, you know, being a little more open made me, made my hands be able to have space and clear uh, my hands to be able to drive the ball. Um, you know, that's why I hit the ground ball in the second at bat and I struck out my first at bat because everything was around. Hey, Carlos, uh, since you were the number one overall pick, kind of started this franchise rebuild, how much, you know, do you put it on yourself to be someone that leads this team and carries this team in big moments like this? Oh, you, you know, we, we, we got a lot of leaders in this team, but, you know, uh, I feel like when I, when I go out there, I want to lead by example. You know, the, the, the work you put in every single day before the game, the, the way you, you go about your business, um, not only um, smiling and then cheering your teammates when you're having a good day, but also when the, when the tough times are coming. Um, you know, that's the way I want, I want to lead by example and not just by, by, by words. And, you know, when I take the field every single day, I try to do um, everything I can to help my teammates win ball games. And honestly, that's all I care about, what, why, um, what I do on the field to help them. It's game six of the ALCS. We'll be back right after this. Astrocast is poured for you by Carbach Brewing. Get highlights, interviews, the latest news surrounding MLP, and your Astros. Brought to you by Carbach Brewing. Looking up. See you later. Into the Landry's Crawford boxes. Subscribe to Astrocast. Expecting a great season with this Astros team. The official podcast of the Houston Astros. It's going to be a lot of fun the whole way. Astros catcher Martin Maldonado. Hey Martin, I noticed uh, during the game yesterday you were on you were on the phone with the uh, with Josh Miller down on the bullpen. Do you do that a lot, or what was kind of the the point of that? Um, every once in a while I do it, you know, and that was pretty much, um, couldn't remember who's coming in, it's maybe Rayleigh, uh, somebody was coming in, I was telling him that, you know, they're probably going to have a pinch shooter, you know, just in case, so just to go over, um, the pinch shooters, they're probably going to come in, in that situation just to instead of giving the scouting report just for the hitter that he was going to face, and just in case they had a pinch hit, I think it was for medals, I believe. Jay Kaplan. Martin, as someone who's been with a few different organizations, um, just want to get your perspective on what the Astros specifically do to develop young pitchers, you know, given all these rookies that have come up and pitched well this year. Like, what do you think they do um, to develop these guys? I think they do a pretty good job of, you know, find finding, you know, people that throw hard, people that have good RPM. Um also um, you know, giving them the chance of, you know, 
you know, they, they develop, you know, playing the minor leagues, you know, have a chance to um, come out in the big leagues. Um, you know, I think, you know, it's, you know, the, the analytics team, they do a pretty good job of um, telling them what they go at and they um, believe it and what they are good and um, they just keep getting better and better. Brandon Scott. And Martin, what do you remember about that fourth inning mound visit from Brent Strom? Uh, before that, you know, he was struggling to locate some of his pitches, and then after that, he was able to strike out the rest of the guys. What do you remember about that moment? Uh, that was yesterday. Yeah, yes, yesterday's game, the fourth inning. Uh, I think the Noli get traded walks. He walked a guy, struck out a guy, walked the next, and you guys yes. had um, So his stomach went out there, you still had. You know, you one of the pitchers, uh, one of the best pitchers that we got. Um, you know, you have proven pretty much all year. Um, if we felt like he was aiming the ball instead of throwing the ball, so uh, for people that throw hard, it's really hard to um, aim ball. You know, aim to throw strikes because now it's pretty much that never gonna happen. I'm starting to say, um, if you're gonna go down. And you go down, you're storing the you know the way you've been doing all year. David Barron, our team, you know, McCullers was the was the projected starter for Game Seven. What have you seen from him? If there's a Game Seven, what have you seen of him of late that's that's impressed you? And because he continues to make his uh, recovery from his long absence. Uh, I rather don't talk about Game Seven. You know, we got to win today. You know, we got to we got to win today. Um, you know, probably want to answer that question tomorrow um, when we get there. You know, it's today we focus on today on Valdez. Uh, I think Valdez has been our horse this year, you know. And uh, you want to stay focused on Valdez other than me talking about, you know, tomorrow because you know, we got to win today for be there for tomorrow. Potential starter for Game 7, Lance McCullers. Yeah, Lance, you could, uh, a chance to pitch in a Game 7 tomorrow. You've done it before. Um what what will that be like for you to get, to get the ball and, and that opportunity and, uh, you know, probably one of the biggest games of your career? Uh, well, we have to win today. Uh, we have to win today. Um, you know, so all of my focus is, you know, just supporting the guys for today. And, um, you know, if we do get to a game seven, I'll, I'll be very excited to, to pitch. Um, you know, I've pitched in a couple of game sevens before. Uh, so I feel like, um, you know, with that and knowing coming into the series that, um, you know, I was slated for two and seven, you know, I've been, I've been ready for, for those two starts. So, um, I'm, I'm praying for a win today and I'll, I'll be very excited to be able to pitch tomorrow. Jay Kaplan. Hey, game, uh, game two was the first time you ever matched up with Charlie. Um, uh, did, what was that like? Uh, and have you guys talked this series or do you? Try to not talk to him because he's on the other other team. No, no, like uh, you know, I've talked to to Charlie. I've talked to Brett Phillips. You know, those those I'm, I have too much history with those guys. You know, Brett was in my wedding party, one of my groomsmen. Um, you know, Charlie is obviously a great friend of mine. So I saw him kind of walking by when I was playing catch. We kind of both gave each other a little a little wave. Um, you know, it's really you know Chuck and I are are both pitching. Uh, but it's not so much me versus Charlie as it is the hitters versus Charlie. So uh, he's a, he's a, he's a great friend. He was a great teammate. Um, he's a, you know, he's a great competitor. So uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully the, 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 if we do pitch tomorrow, as much as I love him, hopefully the, the W's flip. David Barron. The Astros are still a relatively young franchise in terms of the history of baseball, but now they have a group of five players who have played together in more playoff games than any other any other group of five in Major League history, and they have three players on the top ten list of most playoff home runs. Can you appreciate the quality of this era of Astros baseball and the accomplishments of the players that you've been able to play with over the last five or six years? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're I guess a, a young franchise speaking for the other teams, but uh, you know, we have a rich history of uh, players who have come to this organization. Uh, we have a lot of players who um, are in the Hall of Fame too, uh, wearing uh, the Astros cap, and then we have a couple more that um, you know may not have the Astros hat on, but but definitely are big parts of this franchise. So we have a, a very rich and storied uh, you know 
past in, in Astros baseball. We have amazing fans. Uh, the city of Houston, um, you know, I, I can't say enough about the people there and the way that the city um, embraces us and has embraced me and my family since I've been here. And and, and you're looking at some of the most um, amazing years so far in, in this, uh, you know, in this franchise history over the past five or six years. And um, as you mentioned, we have a lot of amazing players that have done amazing special things. And it's a it's a privilege to be able to be a part of it. Brandon Scott. Lance, last night, Carlos went into great detail on a mechanical adjustment he made in his swing uh, before or prior to that to that walk off. Could you just speak to what it's like to see the light bulb go off or whatever it flips the, the flip switch or whatever it is that's happened for for your guys uh, that was you know different from parts of the regular season to, to where that they've been able to show up at the plate in the postseason? What that's been like for you to witness? Yeah, I mean the the sixty game season, you know, it it it, it was short, you know, and a lot of guys on our team, um, you know, have had, you know, slower starts in the past. I mean, one that I can think of was just last year. You know, I I, I Altuve ended the season with, I believe, in 2019, 30 plus homers, hitting maybe like two ninety eight, something like that, and 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 that first, you know couple months of the season wasn't, wasn't so great. Bregman's done it a couple times where he, you know, just gets off on a slow foot. So these guys are still kind of getting their footing just as much as pitchers are. Um, you know, you don't always come out of the gate hot. So I know that, um, you know, when we go back to the hotels at night and, um, you know, we, we kind of watch movies or, you know, we get together, do whatever, whatever we are, we're doing. I know Maldi and Carlos are, are constantly watching film. They're constantly, you know, trying to compare, you know, previous ABs and, and, and they're ones from that, from that day and are, are trying to get better. So the, the success isn't by accident. You know, these guys work extremely hard. Um, Bregman probably slept in his baseball pants last night. Um, so, uh, you know, they're just, they're just, they're just getting right at the right time. Steven Nelson. Hey Lance, I was wondering if you could uh, just provide some insight on Martin Maldonado. I mean, he he's played a pivotal role in a number of ways this this series. Whether it's the, the meeting with Grinky and Dusty on the mound, we were told that he sent a text message to the group. Um, just what he's brought in this, you know, another stint with the Astros. You know, I, I know it. You know what? If when we if we come back and win this series, uh, Maldonado should be the MVP. Yeah, I don't think that may not happen. Um, but uh, he w- has been the MVP of our season. He's been the MVP. He was, in my opinion, the MVP of the ALDS and the wild card round and, you know, continues to, you know, be probably the most underrated, um, you know, player on our roster. You know, it, it, it's all about offensive numbers nowadays, but when you have someone who you're able to rely on and you have someone who's able to know when to slow the game down and know when to, you know, step up and, 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 and tell the manager that, you know, th- this is, this is what we're doing. This is where we're rolling. Um, his, his will to win the grit that he has uh, is something that I admire a lot. And, um, you know, he, he's, he's the way, what he's been able to do and how he's been able to help our young pitching staff through the season. And now for the postseason. I mean, yesterday he had a huge double um, really to, you know, put Brantley in that situation for the two RBI single. So, um, you know, he, he's just, he's just the, uh, you know, the rock of this team and uh, a lot of admiration for him and, and, um, the player he is. Starting in left field Friday night in game six, Aledmis Diaz. Aledmis Dusty said that you'd been working in the outfield, um, throughout this series. Just, uh, what exactly have you been doing to try and get yourself ready to, to play out there? I mean, during the season, I work a lot in the outfield, you know, like in the BP, you know, like taking extra work there. I know it's going to be a possibility in the playoff to uh, for me to play in the outfield facing a left-handed pitcher, so I'm ready to go. Did you come across uh, Rosa Reina when when he was in the Cardinals and you were in the Cardinals? Did, uh, did you, your pass cross at all and you get to know him at all? Yeah, yeah. We talked a lot uh, last year when we, I was down there rehabbing uh, with Carlos. Uh, we faced a three-player team from uh, the Cardinals. And, uh, I mean, uh, he's a great guy. You know, like uh, everybody knows that he can hit, you know, and right now, uh, he's feeling uh, good, you know, about himself, you know, like play at this level. So I'm happy for him. Mark Berman. Uh, Lance just said he thinks if if you come back and win this series, Martin Maldonado should be the MVP. What do you think about that? 
oh, he, he means so much for us in the clubhouse, man. Like, I feel like, you know, like, uh, you know, for sure we have, like, great guys, you know, a lot of talent in the in the clubhouse. But I think Martin, like, give us together, you know, and uh, push it forward, you know. He's so uh, smart about the game, you know, like, he's a leader. He's a true leader, you know, like, uh, behind the play and uh, uh, in the clubhouse. So, uh, he's a great guy. I'm so happy for him, you know, like, everybody's seeing, like, the kind of player that he is, you know, like, Golden Glove and... Uh, he can hit, you know, also, so I'm very happy for him. How would you describe the mood of the team now? Y'all you've already beaten some odds by coming back and winning back-to-back games. Now you're in the position, if you win, you force a game seven. What do you think, that, how do you describe the mood of the team now? I mean, we, I think, like, uh, we don't want to go home yet. You know, I, I know, like, uh, we got a lot in the tank, a lot of gas in the tank, and uh, we just really enjoy it right now. You know, we're having fun in the field. That's the more, more important thing right now. You know, uh, we have no pressure. Just go out there and uh, have fun, perform, and hopefully get a win today. Questions for Astros manager Dusty Baker. Brian McTaggart, you want to start? Yeah, Dusty, uh, is Brantley's foot still an issue to where you can't play him in the, in the outfield? Yes, it is. How about he's, a, he's uh It's not only his foot. You know, he fouled one off his shin on one pitch and off his foot on the next pitch. And so, uh, yeah, I just thought it'd be better, you know, you know, for him because yesterday he wasn't running too good. Did you see that? You know, and uh, anybody's ever followed. I mean, if not, he'd be in left, and I'd be DH and uh, probably Diaz. But Diaz has been working out extensively in the outfield, you know, every day. And then late in the game, we still got Reddick and and Straw that we could. We could uh, substitute for him. Um, Brantley, I dropped him down behind Jose versus in front of Jose, so he don't have to run as much. Hopefully, and and driving some some runs instead of scoring them. How about Josh James? How is he doing? Uh, well, we're gonna we're gonna have to wait and see. Uh, you know, he just got here, so uh, um, I talked to our trainer, and they we got a decision to make. You know, do we wait on him and think we got enough pitching <clears throat> uh, and have him eligible for the World Series? Or if he's real bad, do we need the space now and and be without him in the in the World Series? You know, so uh, you know we'll see. Hopefully, he's he's a quick healer. Hello, Rome. Dusty, what did you see from Snell in Game One, and how do you think you guys will be able to attack him today? Well, I can't tell you that, man, because they shoot. They might be listening. I mean, you can't tell the enemy when you're gonna, you know, you know where you're gonna attack him at. Um, I'll say a lot of it depends if he's getting his breaking ball over early. Uh, you know, if not, then his pitch count will get hot, will get high, and and if he is, then you know he's gonna be tough. Mark Berman. Dusty, I don't remember what you said in the past about the word pressure, but do you feel now that y'all come back and won back-to-back games, there's just as much pressure on them as, as there is on you guys to stay alive? No, not really. I mean, still the pressure's on us. You know, I mean, it only makes sense. I mean, you know, they only got to win one and we got to win two. And then, and then tomorrow, the pressure will be even, you know? So, uh no, still the pressure's on us. Adam Spillane. Like Dusty, the Rays obviously can go in a lot of different directions with their lineup. Yes, when, they can. When you get it every day, are, are you looking for a, a specific name to see where he's at or if he's in there? Or just or is there anything in particular that you're looking for? No. I mean, what I'm looking for is <clears throat> you know, the names in there, but who they're going to hit for and defense for. You know, with with who they have on the bench, and you know, the more you play them, and the more you you see how they do things, you know, you know, the more familiar with them that you become. Now, the first couple games, you know, I was just going on the report. I didn't, you know, like I didn't know much about them, um, but you know, the more you see, and the more you are familiar with them, as far as what you think you have to do to combat them and how to use your players to have them combat us. Brendan Scott. 
Hey, Dusty, I know you guys moving on to today from last night, but I still want to ask you, I didn't get a chance to ask you about the fourth inning. I want to take you back to the fourth inning from last night with uh, with Anoli. He, he walks one, he strikes one out, then he walks another. And I know it wasn't you that went out to the mound. It was, it was Brent Strom. Yeah. But after that, after that mound visit, I think Anoli throws one more ball, but then proceeds to, to mow the guys down from there, you know, right. and, and to me, that was a moment that really stood out. I know a lot happened after that. No, no, it really was. Yeah. Describe, do you know maybe what the message was to Anoli in that moment and, and describe how that moment might've stood out to you as well? No, I, I don't ask it usually what the message is. I just hope that whatever message he gives, you know, if it works and you're like, Hey, great mound meeting. And if it doesn't work, then you're like, Hey man, that was a bad mound meeting. But uh, it all depends on on how the guy comes out of it. I mean, you know, when you got young pitchers, I mean, they can walk three and strike out three, you know, and uh, especially when you're throwing a projectile 96 to 90, 100 miles an hour. I mean, it doesn't take much, you know, one degree here or there off, you're out of the strike zone high or low. And so um, uh, the main thing that, that you hope is that if he throws strikes, usually he's not uh, uh, going to get hit by consecutive batters. And 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 the main thing, I was just hoping that, you know, he threw strike. That was a that was a big moment because we didn't have to use another pitcher. As you saw, how the game was going. If we'd had to bring in somebody to 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 rescue him, and then boy, we could have been upside down in our pitching, especially as early in the game as it was. Neil. Dusty, rookies have played such an important role in this series. What's impressed you most about Tampa Bay's Randy Rosarena? He can hit. I mean, he can hit. I mean, he can really hit. I mean, I called some people on him because uh, I hadn't I hadn't known about him other than than scouting myself in the previous playoff games, and um, you know. Um, He's from Cuba, and uh, I tell you, most of the time when a guy from Cuba signs here, they can hit. You know, they've hit all over the world. And, uh, uh, boy, he doesn't miss. When he gets his pitch, he doesn't miss it. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out how the Cardinals gave up on him or was he that good then, see, because I didn't really know much about him. And so, uh, yeah, he's a dangerous man. I mean, I keep saying, oh, he can't do it again, and he does it again. So sooner or later, he got to hit into a double play versus hitting the ball over the fence. Daniel Alvarez. Thank you. Hello, Mr. Baker. Yes. Um, well, first of all, I already knew I already know about Mighty Mouse because of you, so I want to thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it about um, – Super Raton, that's the way we call it in Venezuela, so that's why I didn't know about Oh, it. okay, I got you, I got you. <laughs> yeah, that's what they happened. Call, they call me Memin in Venezuela. I said, I don't look like no Memin. Do you know say Memin? Memin, yeah, maybe. I, maybe yeah. I've heard about it. But I, I know you play with Tiburones in Venezuela. That's the team I root for. Mm -hmm. uh, but I wanted to touch on, on Garcia and his start yesterday, uh, and also about the story about him. I mean, a guy that signed being 20-year-old uh, just for – $2,000, so just the development that he had and what stands out from you um, to him and, and just to see him pitching last night that way. Yeah, way I mean, what, yeah, that's a good question. What stands out? I mean, our organization, when I first got here, <clears throat> you know, they go over a list of people that they think, you know, you know, have a chance to make it. And uh, also, um, you know, they rate fastballs and change-ups and all kind of things. So I was excited to see him, um, you know, when I – and the um, extra guys over there that were working out because, you know, he wasn't with us in the second spring training. He was over there with the um, with the extra guys. <clears throat> and uh, what stands out is, is his demeanor. Uh, he doesn't say a whole bunch, but he pays attention. He, uh, he's a very smart young man, and he works hard, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, he's a pleasure to be around because he don't say nothing, you know, and, uh, and we feel very comfortable, you know, with him on the mound, which is evident yesterday that he started the game, but, um, you know, he kept us there and ate up some innings for us. Barry Bloom. Hey, Dusty. 
Amen. So uh, I'm kind of getting a little bit of a, of a laugh over all the guff you took throughout your career as a manager about the way you handled your pitching staff and the bullpen, particularly in the playoffs. And in the last few days, all you've been getting is praise for it. Do you think it's about time? Or how do you react um, to it? I react to it. I don't pay no attention to it, and I don't read it, you know, because if you're going to blast me one time, I mean, you got to blast me for something. You know, like I won quite a few games, uh, you know, they may sound like it's a miracle. So, you know, it's uh, like I said, I don't read it. You know, I learned when I was a player and uh, playing for the Dodgers, I was the worst trade one year. Then I was on the all Dodger team a couple years later. So, you know, I don't let anybody, uh, I don't read it because I don't let people, other people control my self-esteem. And so, uh, you know, they can say what they want. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter to me. So you never read any of my stories either, huh? No, nobody's. <laughs> I swear. You know who reads it? My You're wife and, and family, you know, and, and, and they tell me. I mean, they like, yeah, I mean, they like, that's a good story or it's a bad story or whatever. I like, I kind of blow it off. Like I said, I mean, I was being controlled my first year in L.A. That was 76 so i haven't read anything since since 76 I, I don't read tweets i don't read you know i've been around other managers that read everything and they're upset half the time or either they're on top of the world the other half of the time so therefore you know i got i got better things to do with my emotions and my and my confidence all right well good luck today thank you man mark berman Dusty, I don't remember if you said or not. Is Gary able to come back to, game, to the game today, Gary Pettis? Yeah. The only thing is his wife's not able to come with him, which we don't understand, but uh, we're just glad that he's here. So, how I know you touched on it yesterday, but A, how special he's continuing to be there and how special that y'all got to win for him, that kind of thing. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, we had to win the day before for him to even be available to come yesterday. And so, you know, we'll use that again. You know, today and all the guys, they love seeing him. All the guys love giving him a wave up there. And, uh, uh, you know, I mean, I could tell the special uh, uh, love that they have, you know, you know, for Gary. And, uh, I mean, not only as a coach, but as a, you know, as a person. And, uh, you know, the thing they know that I've noticed that I got here, because Gary and I have been friends a long time. But he's the same Gary as a player, as he is a coach, as he is a father. Um, and, you know, he's very consistent in his personality and, uh, uh, you know, he'll, you know, he'll, he'll jam him up when he has to, and then he'll, he'll hook him when he has to. Astrocast is brought to you by Carbach Brewing, the official podcast of the Houston Astros.